Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 100, Reaching Beyond. Hey, guys, welcome back to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 100. We've missed you. Hi. Behold, our wonderful new character art. Thank you to Brenna, also known as uh, Cloudbound Corgi. Um, Freaking awesome art. Um, And this is just like half of it um, because there's also the Nimbus versions, which you'll see in like thumbnail stuff that we're going to do. There's some new cool branding. It's freaking fabulous. Um, So to remind you all, Wait, no, hang on. Man, I, 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 like I did this last week, but apparently because it's episode 100, my brain has gone to shit. Uh, as always, guys, um, this is actually, let, let's be clear here. This is not Occultus Anonymous. This is Occultus Anonymous, The Rookery, because there may be more <laughs> stuff in the future. I mean, we just had the Richmond miniseries. There might be other stuff in the future. We don't have any active plans. Nobody freak out. <laughs> uh, but... We're open to it, so stuff might happen in the future. Uh, Songbird at least has uh, plans for a little retrospective thing. So if you haven't seen the Richmond series, go watch it and then come by and ask some questions in the questions chat in Discord. And and Chris is going to do a little breakdown for what it was like to prep Mage and how he had to throw out half of his notes. And uh, yeah. Um, it's but a yes. generous estimate, too. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I know this feels. Miss. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, with all that said, uh, Occultus Anonymous is uh, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much to our patrons who support us monetarily. Let us do cool things, including this bell that is not here, Craig. It's not here. It's not on my desk. Oh, you shifted? You actually shifted? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's in a, a box. box. It's in a box. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's, not, it's still there. <laughs> right, It's but it's made progress because now we actually it's have a moving. box. Yeah, uh, notably, yeah, it, we we didn't have a box. That was one of the delays is we didn't have a box and we couldn't figure out where the box had gone. We gave up and we found a different box. Uh, anyways, yes, thank you to our patrons. Uh, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Algos, Badur, Bernie, Brandon, Danny, Doc, Emil, Giovanni, Is This Paradox? That's knocked all. It's Michael, James, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Lance, Melissa, Michael, Moku, Noba, Not Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Roy Scrad, Ryan, Schmitty, Sebastian, Sinna, Terry, Thomas, Usuf Sama, and Firekeeper. Thank you guys very much for your support. It means a lot to us. That's how we were able to do this awesome, cool character art. It's how we were able to do the bell. We've got new mics, all sorts of that kind of stuff. That's thanks to you guys giving us a little bit of stuff that basically doesn't have to come out of our pocket so we can make the show better and and bring more stuff to you guys. So uh, we greatly appreciate that. Um, uh, so when we last left our friends, the Cabal, they were in New York six months ago. Since then, six months have passed, uh, actually four weeks, but you know, you really? understand. Yeah. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the joke coming. I'm like, hang on, we're just gonna we're gonna hop that one. Um so some stuff has happened. Um quite a few things. Um but we'll go over the stuff that the cabal knows about, and then as we move forward, we'll see what other stuff has <laughs> happened. Uh because obviously, you know, the world doesn't literally revolve around these folks. Just mostly. Uh, Give me a couple more dots of forces and we got this. Right, yeah. That we <laughs> shift the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as some of you may have noticed uh, in chat, uh, yeah, we, we did spend some XP on some Gnosis and some Arcana. Um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, um, shenanigans are afoot. Uh, but we're going to do this alphabetically. So past six months, uh, and Ash, feel free to chime in anywhere in here. Um, but uh, Atratus, uh, I mean, the very first... Oh, actually, let's just go ahead and start off let's with that roll die that. roll. Uh, so yes, three dice, please. Um, mm-hmm. oh, do you still well. have... Do you have any well, obsessions or virtues related to this potentially? Nope. Okay. I have virtue empathetic vice curious. Okay. Right. And I don't have any obsessions related to Gabe anymore. Right. I don't think. Cool. I, I don't. I don't remember you having it because I remember you basically said. I'll I'm double done check. But yes. no, I, I solved it. Yeah. Right. Cool. So yes, three dice for that premeditated murder of Colton. Mm-hmm. Uh, our he had it coming. Our minor villain. That's nope. a fail. So reduce your wisdom. Um, I'm not going to mm-hmm. worry about the condition because that was six months ago. Uh, you handled that at some point or other. Uh, so yes, <laughs> we not great, not great, um, but it's okay. I mean, these th- these are the things. Um, so yes, uh, we we start off with shortly after when we had left off. Uh, Atratus had gone with Gabe. Uh, and they murdered Colton. Uh, there's a lovely little write-up I'm going to put in Patreon uh, that'll be available to patrons first for, like, we'll say two weeks. And then uh, everybody else will be able to see it. And it's, it's just Ash's little write-up of her... I don't want to say a short sketch because that makes it sound, like, piddly or small, but it's her breakdown of the events as they occurred. Um, and, uh, yes, so he he got got because he needed to be. Um, that was some revenge. Um then uh, proceeded to work with, uh, over the past six months, with Network, our good friend Jimmy Smalls, uh, to create a connection system and communication for the various, we're going to say good aligned, but that's not a great descriptor, of <laughs> supernaturals within the New York City area. So we've got the Phantasm Society, some of the Nosferatu uh, that are part of the Ordo Dracul, um, a couple other... Uh, like hedge mage fallen sorcerer types and just kind of a way that everybody can kind of communicate and chat with each other. Um, To be fair, it has met with moderate success, um, mostly because everybody's a little paranoid about telling anything to mages because mages are going to want to get involved in one way or another. But nonetheless, it exists. And most everybody who's in New York City at least knows about it or knows a guy who knows about it. Uh, it's not exactly hard to find. It's literally a bird watching site. Uh, just go in, drop your little contact us thing, and it'll get, you know, spread around. Um, she's also worked with Shodell and Hiza. Um, and as, well, excuse me, not with Hiza, just Shodell, um, as the Sentinel. Um, and uh, Tritus has now been made the official ambassador of the New York Concilium as far as it relates to the other supernatural community within uh, within the New York Concilium. So basically, if there's some problems with vampires, if there's problems with werewolves, things like that, the mages are told told to go go check in with with Atratus over there in the rookery, south you know down uh, lower Manhattan, and she'll get it squared away. You might not be happy with the way she decides things are going to go, but she's the one that um, basically even the hierarch kind of begrudgingly admits, yeah, let 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 Atratus handle it. Atratus can talk to them. Atratus has got the 
the, you know, because let's be honest, the Travis is nice and people are a little terrified of that because it's the nice, quiet ones that you have to watch out for. Uh, also, notably, uh, Atratus has also upped her um, her goth game, uh, the the attire uh, as reflected in the character art. Um, she's also established herself uh, with Gabe as a full-time familiar, uh, though he's not literally hovering over her shoulder all the time. Um, but there's that. Um, I'm trying to think here. And now that I've got Discord set up so I can actually view different chats, uh, I can scroll back and double check. Was there, was there anything else I missed? Um, oh, right. So there's this oh, whole the, thing down in Peru, yeah. <laughs> for those of you who remember, uh, the, uh, the Stygian temple. Uh, she has gone back. She has started to reintegrate these folks one at a time using her apprentices. Because she, of course, has two students of the Ebon Phoenix. Um, one has a name, the other doesn't. Uh, <laughs> That's just how these I things. I want the other one to be. I still don't have like a name or a character for them yet. Correct. I want someone that Factory sent me. We can definitely like a nice that. person who wants to be helpful. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think most of them, in one way or another, are going to want to be helpful. Q, however, a little bit of an, kind of an ass. But... Um, I, I'm I like he's a Moros with space. I'm like hi Q. Yes, that that me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, bud. Uh, no. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Uh, he won't be around much. Uh, well, maybe he will. We don't know. Uh, but yes, uh, integrating them back, their souls and minds back into their body and basically giving them the option of who, who, what do you want to be now? Where do you want to go? And trying to integrate them into society. Some of them obviously are going to be swept up, especially in local uh, mage territory down in, in Peru. Some might want to return back to Spain and they're going to assist with that. But that's all kind of stuff that's happening in the background. Um, and uh, she has let it be known that there is a temple and soon, not yet, but soon it will be there to help people, um, at least mages and supernatural to start. Eventually they might manage to do some stuff you know, that they can even work with sleepers because after all, their attainments allow them to do that with sleepers, um, which is kind of crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, any other quick notes? Bad box over to you. Cool. Uh, and then Songbird. Yeah, we're not going to do this alphabetical. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that's alphabet. Weirdest last. Yep, yeah, but we're not going to do it alphabetical. We're going to do weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yes, um, weird has been expanding the labyrinth. That is the Watch of the Row, and has kind of expanded it and stepped back a little bit, uh, letting it do its own thing and kind of breathe on its own, uh, which has now spread out to uh, not only the theater, but also film and TV within all of New York City. It's just kind of one of those known things. People know somebody who's involved um, and they not quite to the point that the labyrinth is nudging and messing with film, but people who are in somehow have contacts with the Watch of the Rowan. One way or another, there's, you know, we're talking like, you know, two degrees of separation to Kevin Bacon. Uh, That's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, while um, Songbird, who we will talk about a little bit just right now, but we'll come back, uh, has been out on excursions as basically Titus Network and Weird have worked together using the spell 
we never actually rolled. Um, it's okay. Don't worry about that. Um, to basically find coincidences that would draw them towards the finding of this last missing grimoire, the fifth. They have four. They've got a fifth that they're trying to track down. And all those different little hints that, oh, maybe this is a thing and this is a thing. And Songbird is more than happy to go up. Sears here this way. <laughs> and off Songbird goes. Uh, so Weird and Titus and Network have been doing that, especially because of Weird's legacy enabling her now, especially with Space 4, to be like, I can send members of the Cabal places. And if they run into trouble, I can be there. Yoink. Uh, or yes, or also yoink. Uh, mm -hmm. In the case of Songbird, one goes to support Songbird. Songbird will be mad if you yoink. Yes. <laughs> Do not yoink the Songbird. Um, uh, and has also been increasing her wisdom. So Atratus just lost a dot of wisdom. Weird has actually gained one, is now enlightened. Uh, so, oh boy, extra acts of hubris. Um, and has also been expanding uh, her own legacy, which is called The Weird. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, and so we have Borsine, uh, as one member of the legacy, uh, who we saw there at the end, uh, who, uh, whoops. Ah, my notes. One second. Uh, yes. So Borsine is, uh, the, where? Here. Hold please. There it is. Uh, yes. Uh, so while weird is the weird of, the rookery borsine is the weird the chainless insurgency um yes it's a uh, cool cabal name a thousand yeah. bells ring across the state of new york yeah <laughs> as uh, you try and get through this sentence yes uh, <laughs> um but uh oh conca what are you doing to me here just go back to my notes <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We're we're back in full measure, man. All that yeah. It's not working. Everything. So while you're starting that, maybe I'll expand a, a little cat. bit. <laughs> yep, I can expand a little bit. Like Weird's been pretty quiet the last six months. He set up like a command center at the rookery. Um, so there's like vid windows monitoring different areas of our territory. Um, she's got some wards in place and stuff like that to make sure people who say can get safe passage actually get safe passage. And that kind of stuff. So she hasn't done much. She's been very much a homebody hanging out in the command center. But everyone else in the rookery has been very successful in things that they were trying to do. Strange. Yes. <laughs> uh, I really like the idea of you having like a securities room. It's just like, I mean, yeah, pretty much, things. except instead of tele television monitors, it's all vid windows, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so for those of you in chat who are asking, what about Steven? What about Steven? Yes. Stephen has awoken. Stephen is in a canthus. Uh, Stephen is not in the cabal. Uh, Stephen is in a canthus uh, and has received some training from Weird. Um, but Stephen's focus is not the same as the Rookery's focus, and so has kind of been ushered in and is currently a newly awoken, not part of a cabal. Is training with uh, Moonkeepers, kind of talking with the different orders, very similar to where we saw Network. Uh, back when we last left off and had just joined the Mysterium. Steven is trying to figure things out, obviously kind of leaning towards Guardians of uh, the Veil, but still kind of unsure. Christopher Wallace also had a mystery well, play. Yeah. Uh, Steven Wallace met Pandemonium uh, and bailed the fuck out. Uh, so Steven, uh, uh, Steven has awoken and is in Acanthus. Christopher Wallace He's just a sleepwalker. 
but that's fine. I can't say just okay. a sleepwalker. I know, right? Yeah. Like there, there's. I mean, we have all seen Titus, right? Actually, I guess we have. We don't have any art for Titus. Yeah, uh, with our mind's eyes. Right, and, and this room. We should figure out what he looks like. We should. I, I do have. I, I do have some notes and stuff like that. So we'll we'll talk about that more. Um, and then Rose Gates, who we have not seen on screen, uh, but is a member of the Watch of the Rowan, has awoken as well. Uh, which has definitely the three awakenings. A lot of people are looking over at the Rookery and the Watch of the Rowan and mm-hmm. going, what is going on over there? Um, and mostly people realize, oh, it's because Weird is sending creepy spirit birds and fairies at people. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so so there, there was some talking to from some Alethians that told Weird, hey, you want to just slow it down? Dial just, it back a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, but yes, Rose Gates uh, is the Cabal's new Thyrsus. Uh, that is her actual name. Uh, she's similar to how Jimmy was, is and uh, similar to Steven. Still trying to develop and trying to figure out her shadow name. But Rose Gates is obviously a Thyrsus just by that name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she is. Uh, she's seventy four, by the way, uh, and uh, has a fifty year old fiance. They haven't set a date yet, so there there is some stuff there where Rose is trying to figure out. Okay, how do I pair mage life with the sleeper world and stuff like that. But yeah, well, so she's good news is she woke up as a thyrsus. So she just got an extra like 50 years of life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she can kind of slow herself down match her, match her fiance. Maybe we, we don't know. Uh, she's got to get some life, uh, you know, or kind of built up first, but she's, she's very, very new to the cabal. Um, and yeah, she used to run a walking tour of the theater district in Manhattan. That's how she again got swept up in the cabal. Uh, am I missing anything there, Greg? Anything else? Um, uh, um, Weird spent uh, a lot of time in the last six months working with Moonkeeper. Right. Um, Because she feels like Moonkeeper kind of painted himself into a corner in the past, uh, and she's trying to expand his horizons a little, I guess, is the one way to look at it. Um, Righto. And then Songbird. So. Wait, before we get into Songbird, I think everybody everybody wants to know. Uh Uh-huh. Titus and Alicia. What about them? What happened? They're What's dating. going on with them? Is there a long-term they're relationship dating. there? Like, they're dating. What okay. <laughs> they're okay. Titus <laughs> hasn't been eaten yet. That's uh, good. That's good. Progress. Yep. Um, cool. So we're going to wait a moment here. Well, no, we're not going to wait. A <laughs> God damn we're it. not going to wait. Uh, so Songbird, past six yep. months, uh, yep. is now the provost of Hadramiel, uh, the Obrimos Counselor, this caused a bit of a what the fuck from both the adamantine arrow who are going, why are you working for the silver ladder guy? Like, shouldn't you be like working with everybody? And it's the silver ladder guys are going, why'd you pick the adamantine arrow? Uh, this is a little bit of kafluffle and both Songbird and Hedromeo just went, <laughs> just deal with it. Um, they, they, they have some shared interests and especially yeah, the reason is Ligma. Yep. Uh, and uh, especially between uh, the fact that there's not a big, heavy Obremos like leader for uh, the Adamantine Arrow. Songbird's got to find a mentor somewhere. Just saying. Uh, and yes, for, for somebody who were asking in chat, what what is Songbird's kill count? Well, uh, yeah, so Songbird has been uh, killing Sears, not going out intentionally to kill Sears, but when you investigate like a Thierarch's 
armory and where where his stuff is left, you find some seers, and when you find some seers, it just sometimes you just gotta kill them. Just happens. It just happens. Just happens. They they fell down the stairs violently. Landed on some bullets. (laughs) With with well, I mean, let's be honest, the songbird. There's no bullets involved. It was just a high speed crash down the stairs. Um, we're, we're talking somewhere in like the 12 to 15 range at this point over the past six months. Uh, Sounds about right. Yep. Uh, and then has been making some deals and trading information and gathering materials for some things, some very forge mastery things, uh, which I actually can't remember. Did you get the third attainment for? Okay. No. So still have the second attainment. Um, right. I was making your. No, right. I keep thinking I was making your nail. Nope. He was making a crazy cool You just got the second attainment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Songbird is... But we'll pick up with where Songbird is. So, um... You keep dodging around that one. This is pretty good. Oh, Uh yeah. I want to know. We we are going to get... But um, remember how you guys said that you kind of wish you could see what Titus looked like? Mm Mm-hmm. What about, you know, some of our other good friends, like judd and network mm-hmm. so i'm gonna drop this here into our little chat everybody at home we're gonna use our cool new overlay to show something else so i'm gonna we have a cool new overlay open that is that in the right chat oh no that i almost sent that just to ash <laughs> <laughs> whoops bastard uh so there's that's okay we're just gonna hold that in limbo Twitch chat, we're going to try and move. Well, Twitch and YouTube, guys, we're going to see. Can I go over here to that? Yes, I can. Boom. Okay. So as it uploads to Discord. (laughs) Behold. (gasps) What? Oh, man. So this is thanks to one of our patrons, Moku, uh, basically reached out and said, hey, I really like Brenna's art. Could Could we do some more cool stuff? And I said, man, dude, that that's up to you. And so he worked with Brenna and got some stuff and kind of planned out some scenes. So here we have, up in the top left, Songbird punching the living shit out of a seer, <laughs> knocking their mask off, which I'm like- Panopticon even. Oh yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah, Panopticon. We have Weird initiating somebody, um, or the start of perhaps the cult. We, we kind of left it vague with the Lunar Gent bathtub. Uh, uh, and, then, and then we have down at the bottom, a Tratus w- with a double exposure kind of thing, returning to Peru to the Temple of Supe, which, oh man, the, them purple, purple black torches with the shadows That's drawing so inward. Ah, but the most important part, guys, the most important part, smack dab there in the middle. We have the family dinner. So there, on our far left, we have Network, Jimmy, uh, with his glasses on, his cane. We have Titus juggling some turkey and turkey and, and such. Uh, we've got next to him that that's Judd, uh, standing over top. And then male songbird there, Tratus and Weird, and then of course Rose there Rose. on the far right. Awesome. Is that not freaking awesome? This is so good. So yes. So yes. Uh, yeah, that was a surprise to them. Um, and I only just recently got the, I got the completed one last night, like before I went to bed. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's why on Discord, I was like, show up tomorrow because it's it's going to be good. So yeah, 
So that's the thing. So thank you very much. Um, I'm jumping back. Sorry, you guys couldn't see our expressions and reactions because I wanted to do that together, but ah, uh, holy crap. Um, so very, very oh, cool. Um, so yes, thank you. Yes, Brenna is indeed a beast. Uh, and also a, a special shout out to Chris, not this Chris, but uh, King Stolorian on Twitter uh, worked with Brenna uh, and she was like, oh yeah, give him a shout out for t- figuring out the layout and getting everything configured and stuff like that. So um, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that that Twitch chat. Yes, they're supposed to be naked in the tub. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, yes, so that was super, super cool. Um, so yes, thank you to our supporters. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to everybody who puts money and supports us and does super cool things because like, I'll be honest, we're all used to just playing games at home with each other. And the fact that we have a community who literally, I had somebody reach out and said, I've got money to burn. What should I do? I was like, dude, I'm not going to ask you to spend any money. Well, I want to, I I want to do a comic thing. I'm like, sure, do, do whatever. And then Brenna reached out and then like, I'm like, Oh, sure. I'll tell you this. And I'll tell you, you just do whatever you want. And then this came out. Holy crap. I so, can't yes. stop looking at it. That's awesome. I know. It's, it's so super, good. And oh. I will. The rest be, of the episode is just going to be me staring at this picture. <laughs> right. Um, and I do have, that's that's the low res one. Uh, we, we do have a much higher res one that uh, we'll put up and ensure around and stuff like that. So yes, very, very super blessed. Thank you guys. Uh, that's super cool. Uh, and let me also mention, that was a super cool thing. Do not feel like you need to do anything. <laughs> If you're if you hit the subscribe button on Twitch or this or the follow button on Twitch and the subscribe on YouTube, that's all you got to do. Tell your friends stuff like that. We're not asking for anything. But if you do want to do stuff, send it to us. We will happily freak the fuck out about it. Uh, it is super cool. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, yes, the, the clothes are supernatural or symbolic supernal constructs. Yes. Uh, don't stress about the clothes in the bathtub, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Brenda, thank you for putting clothes on the person in the bathtub because that was just going to be awkward. Uh, right. Oh, by the way, so Songbird. Um, so, speaking of clothes. Speaking of clothes. Uh, not speaking of clothes. Uh, Songbird, you want to tell people so, where you are? Um. Yeah, I am mm-hmm. on a journey uh, deep, deep into the astral. And we talking deep. Uh, Songbird. uh, Currently not wearing clothes. Nope. Because I'm a bird. Oh, sure. I did that. Like a big albatross for a long distance flight. Cool. Um, I need you to go ahead. I should pull up the book real quick to double check. I'm uh, about to inflict the right amount of damage to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that tracks. Yep. So deep in the tomato, he found the seeds. <laughs> That's not tall. <laughs> Don't yep. even have to look. <laughs> Bird clothes. Birds aren't real, especially when they're in the astral. Government conspiracy. Are you carrying your clothes with you? I mean, it's no, all the astral. It's all it's all mental concepts. Okay. Uh, um, I got matter for life for. I think they can meld. Oh right, yeah. All right. Um, so, yes, we are way out in the sidereal wastes. So um, I need you to roll your Gnosis plus three. 
three successes. So you've taken six points of, I believe, lethal damage. I'm double checking. Where's the ecstatic witness? Our successes bad. In this particular case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Because, are these things resistant? Uh, I don't think they are. I'm double checking here. Blah 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 blah. I'm following this. Uh, oh, actually. But your astral amnion does protect against it, so you you will have some damage, uh, some reduction. Um, huh? It just says damage. It doesn't actually mention what type of damage. That, or I'm overlooking it, and I'm not going to stress about it too much, because um, your amnion is going to appear as uh, da, 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 uh, gains general armor equal to the lower of gnosis or highest. Subtle, uh, the lower of her gnosis or highest subtle arcana. Uh, so that's four. Right. They're all four. They're all four. <laughs> uh, so you actually only take two points of, we'll say, of lethal damage. I don't think we're going to say it's resistant. Uh, and it is only to your soul anyway. So once you get out, it's all gone, anyways. Um, I'm not going to stress about that. Cool. What happens if your soul dies? Uh, your soul doesn't die because it is just your mental construct. You get oh. knocked back and it's soul shocked. The same thing yeah. that happened to Craig, uh, excuse me, to Weird um, uh, a ways back uh, when you guys remember Ripple, right? Everybody mm-hmm. remembers Ripple. It's adorable. Uh, so yes. Um, Songbird, the albatross. Um, Braving through the astral, excuse me, the ecstatic wind of the anima mundi in the astral realm. Wounded, feathers kind of lost here and there, land and kind of coalesce back into the Valkyrie look of, um, uh, well, in this case, herself. um, And stands before this glorious temple um, matching a little bit of a design from numerous different religions. Any religion that has ever taught uh, some kind of transcendental thing to uh, achieve to or some kind of enlightened self. So we're covering 90% of religions. Um, all and adorned, all merged together into this surprisingly harmonious design. Um and uh, the temple, at least in my head, um, has taken on a kind of Greek columned, you know, kind of appearance open uh, so everybody can see within and without. Um, of course, it's kind of lonely, Songbird. It's just you, the temple and what uh, what lies within. Um, so uh, within, as Songbird makes their way up. Um, uh, I imagine. Did you actually bother to cast a life magic spell to like start restoring yourself? Um, okay, yeah. So as wounds begin, because you have life four now, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. 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 So lethal, lethal damage. It's not a just big start deal. starting to go away. Uh, well, every ritual. So like, what every still an hour for you? It's an hour, right? I mean, yeah. I could four? also just do like, what's the life two one where you just heal faster? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The and body control. Massively increase it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, one way or another, them wounds are going to go away. Um, as you approach within, is, you know, like I said, all these symbols, but an 
unadorned. There's no decoration like the in my head. The pillars are carved with these symbols, and that is all the decoration that is required. Um, gold. There's no offerings or anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, and a large altar. And standing to one side is this kind of fallen angel kind of appearance, flaming wings, a massive sword of fire, um, and like not hateful, but like furious. Intense. Intense is a good one too. Um, just eyes and just what would I say? Actually, we're going to go ahead and say, you know, just kind of masculine beauty. Um, you know, long hair. It's a freaking it fits angel, with the Greek man. thing, too. Yeah, that's a, it is a very Greek thing. Um, the sexy Satan. Uh, not I can link you the statue. Uh, not quite. Um, and then to the other side, you know, kind of the matching pair, quite literally in this particular case, of Lilith. Uh, and yes, go ahead and pull whatever version of Lilith you'd like. Uh, we're talking Adam's first wife or, you know, Spawn of Satan, whatever. We're not getting into that. But the matching pair. Uh, and these are the aeons of prime and forces. Um, and they, they have their own purposes and stuff like that, but for now we're concerned about Songbird, uh, and both of them turn and man Songbird, it is a weight to even bear them looking at you, uh, just kind of weighing you and man, you, you've definitely got that thing, especially being an Obrimos coming here, which is as close to one can physically air quotes, uh, get to supernal beings of this level because they're technically sort of not quite supernal but they are nobody's quite figured it out but nonetheless um and uh i think my favorite like interpretation of it is that they are the astral projections from the other side of whatever their like true supernal forms are i dig that like the the things that got left on the other side yeah uh, and yes, uh, no, not Lilith, mother of monsters, but I mean, potentially, um, uh, but, and, uh, Azazel, right. Just making, making sure, um, I've got Zariel stuck in my head and that's D and D, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Azazel kind of just this one half step forward, kind of in front of the altar, um, and steps and says, actually, I don't even think. Azazel says anything. You just feel a weight of judgment and this kind of sensation that there is a weight that you are measuring up to and you need to put something on it to actually balance the scales. And just, there's no words, just a what are you doing here? Kind of like, are you even worth our time? Just sensation just falls on you. Cool. Um, I am going to crack up a spell then. Okay. Um, ow. And no, not the Borderlands Lilith, though that Lilith is kind of badass. So basically, you're standing outside the temple of Obrimos. <laughs> uh, at this point, inside. In, but yes, 
Uh, yeah, uh, for anybody who's not familiar. Infinite hmm? Reach in the Astral, or no? No, you do not. Okay. Uh, mind Magic, technically, I think it's two or one free reach or something like that. Uh, but yes, for anybody who doesn't know, yes, there are these gatherings that represent these different paths. These are the Aeons. There's, a, there's an 11th guy over there in a hut, but we don't we don't talk. We're about not going over there. We are not. Absolutely <laughs> not going over there. Uh, but yes, there's one for each of these different paths. The Mastigos one is freaking awesome. Uh, but we're not there, so we don't care. This Are these, like, in a book somewhere where it describes them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the of for anybody who's wanting to follow along at home, hit pause on YouTube, because Twitch, guys, you're not allowed to go anywhere. Uh, but it's page 118 of the Signs and Sorcery. What spell are we working out here, Songbird? We are doing a platonic form. Ooh, hell yes. That's a that's a very good answer. Sure. Um, and the idea is that I am going to, like, project a show of what I want to create. I dig it. And get as close to it as I can with the magic that I have now and try to prove that this is sure why I'm here. Uh, so what's that? Uh, eight minus ten is minus two plus eight is six that's plus a hard power. way to do that math oh dude it's just I, I i work my way down how about 19 minus 10 is nine? Oh yeah you can do it that way too sure <laughs> well oh, welcome oh, back friends shit. so <laughs> for podcast folks uh, 10 successes Chris- on nine dice <laughs> so yeah, was eight well again, done. still we we good. We back. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um, so yes. Um, considering the ten successes, uh, we will go ahead and call that a yes. Um, as basically <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I think the spear and shield that you know Valkyrie Songbird holds just kind of drops away and just drawing forth literal manifestations of a sword and shield of, I mean, they're the platonic forms. So in appearance, they're perfected in shape and in use and such. But yeah, I, and I like the idea of the whole nonverbal thing of just, this is the thing I can do, but it's not enough. I want to do more than this. Um, and it's Azel, who is the forces guy, who's the one who taught man to wield fire uh kind of looks and sees what you are wanting to do you are you know songbird is wanting to harness more fire um and lilith who is literally queen of the urges um and the the sheer awakened will by the way chris has a new cat so if you happen to be looking (laughs) see chris looking around or you happen to hear cat sounds uh that's probably what it is. It's Ziggy. I'm, I'm sure at one point we will have a cat cameo. He's under Ziggy the bed right now. Oh. Um, <laughs> Lilith kind of steps forward, kind of places a restraining hand on Azazel, just kind of drawing him back a step. And she kind of walks forward and takes one knee. Uh, like in this, like, let's be honest, she's the personification, I think is the right term, for Prime itself, just awakened will. And while her form is, you know, itself like the clothing and 
accoutrement and jewelry and stuff like that that she adorns herself with is just constantly shifting um, and kind of steps forward and you know takes a knee, not like you know supplication, but coming down to your level mm-hmm. um, and looking into your eyes. Yeah, I'm picturing them as like twenty plus feet tall. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. enormous. Okay. You know, Greek god kind of classic. You know, Hercules going and talking with Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you and I both love that movie because we just, yeah. <laughs> um, and so she kind of takes a knee and extends a hand out to you um, and basically doesn't ask, but draws the sword and shield into her hands, which, you mm-hmm. know, sit <laughs> in her hands. Um, and she looks at them and then kind of sets them onto the altar and, you know, speaks in a voice of thousands of women um, and says, what is it that you want? The ability for one moment to go beyond what is possible with awakened magic. There's a small little smirk uh, to her and she's like, I I think she says your limits, but, and then kind of, now here's the thing that I said awakened, not supernal. Right, and notably, like, because technically Arch Mastery gets into Awakened Magic, but yeah, no, not going to stress about that. But um, this is the question that I have for Chris, because I've gone mm-hmm. back and forth with a couple of different things. What service did Songbird come to offer? Or do you have any ideas? Because I've got a couple, but I'm wondering, to, what did um, you, how did you think this was going to go? I figured that Songbird spent time seeing if there was any like credible knowledge of other people that had journeyed out this far mm-hmm. and asked for something and what their trials might have been and had a general estimate of like, hey, okay, this is what might be expected. So Songbird probably has some ideas of that. Chris has no idea. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, because in my mind... Most people don't ever talk about a what they what they paid and what they got because it's one of mm-hmm. like occasionally you get some of those right. where it's you know very like this concilium sent a cabal to go do this thing because the concilium needed it and so it's a matter of public record but the individual stuff you know very very uh, right. uh so um she basically looks down and uh I'm going to try and make sure I have the right term for this um but she demands that you dedicate something. And I'm going to try and make sure I have the right name for this thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, Actually, where is this thing? Make sure I've got the right one. Yeah. So basically, she says, you will forge a dominion for me and dedicate it to me. 
And when that is done, I will give you your gift. Cool. To me and to no other. And then she kind of rises back up and kind of places her hand on those uh, platonic sword and shield forms and just rests her hand there and you feel the spell control that yeah. <laughs> way. But you see that she they remain them. on the altar. Hmm. Okay. She took them from you. Hmm. All right. Forge your dominion, huh? No big deal. No big deal. Um, And uh, I think we can safely uh, assume that Songbird then uh, begins to wake up. Yeah. Takes some time to get back through safely. Yep. Uh, Between life spell plus Amni and getting back isn't too terrible, uh, especially because you knew where you were going. uh, Songbird had basically worked out ahead of time some basic rough sketch, you know, guess the, you know, uh, Canyon of the Crescent Moon leads to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once once you had Alexandria, you know, you knew where to go. Uh, friend who can guide you. Yeah, uh, I did mean to ask about that, but it didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of, yeah, I was like, I don't know if this is a thing that you would let Scopitas know about. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, you did go ask a super supernal for a favor. Yeah, is there? Yeah. Um, and with that, um, Songbird wakes up uh, with Network um, and Titus, who have been kind of chilling, hanging out, uh, and just kind of alternating, keeping an eye on on you. And oh, Network kind of looks over. Oh, look who's up! Kind of reaches over and like pinches your cheeks. Is that all? That's you in there, right? Yeah, what's up? Okay, no no tag-alongs, and you get a little shiver of uh, your peripheral mage sight as he kind of delves and <laughs> pokes around at your, your mind, and so how'd it go as the spell kind of dissipates? Good. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're back makes me feel pretty well. Uh, yeah. Um... Got some more research to do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I mean, sounds like normal mage stuff, right? Yeah. And just like get up and like dust myself off. Okay. And go go smack some metal with a hammer for a while. <laughs> sure. Um, cool. So uh, where's Weird or Atratus? Uh, words in the command center. I imagine that there's an office space uh, upstairs that Weird has slowly kind of accumulated different things and stuff like that. Has a couple different ritual, uh, not ritual, indefinite uh, scry spells up around New York. Hello, kitty cat. Are we going to get the cat cameo? Cool. Yes. Well, we're going to pause for cat cameo. Hello, Observe. Ziggy. This is Ziggy. He's a sweet baby. Even though he looks real mad right now. He looks super mad. He was like, I was he in was a going window, places. dude. There's He's squirrels outside. Things. Okay. 
All right. Yes, guys. Pet cameos. They're just part of the Occultist Anonymous experience. Just one more service we offer. Yep. Um, cool. And and we're you're just this is like Grand Central State. What well, Grand Central State? This is the command center. This is just kind of where Weird spends most of her days. Yep. Okay. Uh, what about a Tratus? Um, play back in New York right now. Um. Oh, which did uh, did fail to mention uh, between Q and Weird and Shodell, uh, there is definitely a permanent co-location. Yeah, um, we have a door from, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in my head, it is a broom closet. And if you are wearing a particular pin or uh, like a backwards turned hat or something like that, some oddball little it's behavior, definitely keyed. Yeah. Right, um, uh, is what there was the um, badge I had that I showed to Supe that let me in. Uh, the, like, the badge was the loop. Oh, right. So I don't have more than one. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you have the one Atlantean, Atlantean soul stone. Um, <laughs> and that's it. But yeah, you could you know, develop whatever you want. Uh, <clears throat> uh, notably, the uh, Cabal are the ones that have access to it. So even your two students, uh, should they ever want to visit. Q can get there. I think Q has enough space. That he can possibly get there. Uh, your other mage basically has to come knock on the door. Hey, can I borrow the door? Uh, kind of situation. Uh, and so back in New York, doing any particular thing? Um, probably like working with whoever the most recent person we've woken up is. Gotcha. Trying to your crash course on what's happened in the world since you got, you know, mm-hmm. forcibly uh, separated from your body. Yeah, uh, and for a lot of these, it's it's been a bit. Um, uh, for those like for ease of sake, we'll just say this one is one who has come out of it as a sleepwalker. <laughs> sure, I like that. Yeah, uh, because those who come out as sleepwalkers can be nudged into you know awakened society. Those who don't and who also are specifically having a little bit of a freak out, uh, well, that's what the read the depths spell is for, um, <laughs> and just a little adjustment of probably a couple memories. Um, yep. To kind of fix them up, and they're going to be kind of out of out of the loop, but uh, the Evan Phoenix can drop them off at a appropriate uh, location to kind of help them uh, reintegrate into society. And they're probably going to be looked at as being a little bit bonkers, uh, but because of the read the death, adjusting enough memories that it's like, okay, here we can nudge you into society. Some stuff is going to seem a little out of place, but if you drop off, like you know. Uh, you know, Span- you know, old school Spaniard uh, in Spain, they'll at least have some rudimentary. Okay, I can recognize some landmarks, kind of thing. I figured uh, they would need like have some memories adjusted. Have they need to be like watched, kind of? Mm-hmm. You just throw them out there, like. And I imagine that's a lot of what Q does. And no, I believe <laughs> Q is not a James Bond reference. I believe Q is a reference to Star Trek. Yeah, because yep. Q, Q from James Bond was not an asshole. Q from Star Trek, definitely an asshole. Uh, yeah, no, when you meet this Moros calling themselves Q, it's just like, oh, like James Bond, you make cool tech gadgets. Like, no. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, totally on the right page. I appreciate There's that. space Moros. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Songbird continues to cha- uh, shake his head. Uh, Chris shakes his head. 
Um, cool. Um, so that is where you guys are. Um, and so to uh, there's the cat sound. Um, to uh, Tratus, you feel a familiar sensation, uh, notably, of course, because uh, a it is Gabe, uh, but also because now that you've established him as a familiar, uh, there's a much stronger connection between the two of you, and uh, uh, he basically has entered the the rookery workshop, the sanctum. Uh, Gabe has entered the chat. Yes. <laughs> Gabe is under the chest. Um, and uh, says, um, Tratus, uh, we, have, uh, we have news from the Phantasm Society. What's that? Um, at this point, there's Dimeet. What's wrong? They've kind of... Well, I hate to use the term flat and flat lines, not that they've plateaued. Uh, recruitment is kind of non-existent. Um, and they think that there might be something sinister afoot that is preventing them from finding more ghosts coming in naturally. I mean, I'm doing my recruitment thing, but they're starting to reach out to, um, other cities um, to try and expand stuff. So, um, uh, Rebecca just wanted to give us a heads up that there might be something. And so she might be calling in her, yeah, I'll help, uh, favor, uh, soon, potentially. Um, sure. So. Whatever the, I mean, within reason, right. I'm not gonna yeah. No, take that's off to the underworld forever, but like I can help. Yeah. That's what, um, that's kind of where she was at. She was at this point. She she basically wants somebody with spooky mage vision to check things out. Maybe um, so. Yeah. She, she's she's not at like that up here. Potentially, uh, she's at right now. She's basically looking at the fact that it's been like a week or two since any new ghosts showed up to the Phantasm Society. Uh, and and uh, to, to remind folks, at this point, the Phantasm Society has basically uh, drawn in two or three other Geist crews and have set up uh, a base in the lower reaches, uh, basically actually the upper levels of uh, the underworld and have claimed a large river town. Uh, river town, compared to other places in the underworld, is actually not shitty. Um, there's still some rough stuff. The fact that ghosts are just, you know, sapping and losing essence. Um, but the Phantasm Society has kind of put a foothold in and is basically doing um, almost soup kitchen styles of providing essence to um, to the ghosts that are there and trying to build them up and help them out. And uh, they're weeding out the bad ghosts and keeping the ghosts who are like, yeah, yeah, fuck the underworld. Let's fix this. Uh, and but now recruitment has kind of... They haven't gotten any at all. Right. Um, and which also means that, like, ghosts aren't even being dragged down through the gates. So mm-hmm. uh, the couple gates that they use, the two that are in New York, uh, or rather New Jersey, and a couple others that link there based on the other dice balls, they're like, there's, like, no ghosts coming through. So they're wondering if... They're hoping it's, you know nothing and it's just your chance but, but they're that's one- not likely 
Right. And so they're wondering if there's legit reapers operating that are just snatching up and eating ghosts or some other thing. So they're very confused, but they're not freaking out just yet. But like a week without a single ghost across large, you know, population centers, they're going, this is um, this is unnatural. And that's coming from a guy who literally has a ghost for a soul. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you you were informed of that. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, uh, yeah, uh, basically, actually, Songbird, once once you're up, uh, Judd has some... Uh, oh, let me make sure I have the right term for it. So, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Judd has, um, taken to using Eskrima sticks. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Eskrima sticks. Oh, right. It's, Sorry. um, Filipino, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, I heard that as one word. Was the thing. It was, it was oh, Eskrima sticks. sticks. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Eskrima sticks. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's one of my favorite martial arts. I beat people with sticks. But it looks cool. Uh, and Judd is literally just sitting here tapping them against each other, almost like, you know, a drummer doing a countdown. And looks and says, you uh, want to go a couple rounds? Okay. Yes. Um, and you and uh, Judd have been doing some supernatural training within the rookery area. Um, but he's also been introduced to um, Ethan and... Jerry, um, and has been doing some stuff. And Judd is now actually teaching some, uh, like, uh, weapon-based martial arts at the same gym. Um, Radical. And that's, it was like, man, like, as soon as, as soon as you introduce him to the idea of martial arts um, <laughs> and the ver- the variety of them, uh, that's kind of the thing he's thrown himself into. So, yes, he serves coffee at the uh, Museum of the, of the Native American, or uh, American Indian, I can't remember that exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then part times at a, at a gym, beating people with sticks. Um, that's Judd's oh, life. Yeah. Um, and he's he's very he he's leaning heavily into the I'm not a mage, but I'm basically adamantine arrow baby. Golly um, <laughs> gee, I don't know where he would have gotten that concept from. Uh, nope. Poor, poor role models, I tell you what. Um, uh, Cool. I'm not poor. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, those resource dots haven't gone anywhere. Um, cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, right. And then weird. Uh, you are basically crossing off yet another set of clues uh, that has basically led to nothing between your scries, network scries, and uh, Songbird's last little um, uh, mission uh, before he came back. Uh, before they came back to do um, their little Animus Mundi mission, uh, just basically checked off a little bit down in Maryland. As that came up, nothing. Uh, I mean, there was some stuff uh, you did. Well, Songbird did a favor or two for the local concilium by just kind of un- upending a warehouse of stuff, uh, but it was not the stuff that you guys were looking for. Um, it looked like, though, that it had been a place of storage, uh, of magical and sundry goods. Sundry goods? Am I using that right? Whatever. Uh, Sundries. And uh, 
but uh, it, like the stuff may have been there. The big clue, uh, especially between all the different stuff that you've sent Songbird out uh, to do, because let's be honest, Songbird like is just rocking and rolling on missions and isn't necessarily needing to even bother putting and connecting lines. That's what you know we're in network for. The one thing <clears throat> across the six months that you've discovered is whatever this armory and this stuff is, you've definitely been on its trail and are realizing, especially now, I think this is probably the fourth one in these past six months where Songbird has arrived. And I, I keep saying Songbird. Songbird is not going in solo. Songbird is badass. Songbird is not that badass. Songbird has been leading uh, some various uh, arrows, our good friend Onyx, a few others um to uh basically go down and just like kick in some doors uh maybe grab a couple free council folks um and just kicking in doors and going sears what's up uh well we're too late well all right let's get rid of these guys um there's been some uh some you know prisoner exchange type things and some soulstone exchanges based on uh what songbird and crew managed to collect but uh yeah uh for the most part it's kind of been bleh. Uh, uh, but now so, uh, Weird can, especially with some divination fate questions and stuff like that, the realization of this armory has been on the move and is going from Seer Stronghold to Seer Stronghold. It hasn't repeated itself, um, but and it's not likely to because if Songbird's playing catch-up, they're not going to move the thing back to a place that's been ransacked already. But over the past six months, it's been moved four or five times, and you guys have been behind it. A little too late. Mm -hmm. uh, but it does... It, it, there's that frustration on one hand of, damn it! But also, hey, we're actually onto something. Now, the idea of how to get ahead of it, that becomes... So, with my gnosis, do I... Do I get a feeling that it's just a matter of timing that we just haven't been quick enough? Or is there somebody actually working against the spell? Like, is there a supernal effect? Like somebody's got um warding gesture or something to protect themselves? Nowhere coming type thing. Yeah. Um, I think just by like no die roll, but yeah, between your own fate time and gnosis and just sheer acanthus sense, um, mm -hmm. it's definitely a yeah, somebody is likely got some fate magic going on so that by happenstance, they've already moved every time. Um, uh, you're not coming up against a clash of wills um, so much as just chance and fate just seems to be just not quite on your side, and especially because of the nature of the spell where you're getting these hints and stuff like that. So by the time you've gathered enough hints that I'll say, ah, yeah, let's go check out Maryland. By the time you've gathered all those hints and gone, ah, let's go to Maryland, they've moved. Um, so it feels like you've got this, um, I apologize, guys, but I've got to say it. You've got a kind of fate off kind of thing going here where... Right. Uh, that's the one with John Travolta, right? That's the one with John Travolta. <laughs> okay. So it's not necessarily an active thing. It's just the, the stars haven't lined up in our favor yet. It's like well, fates with us, but fates also with them. Right. Uh, and so while you've got a spell that is pointing you towards where the armory is, by the time you've connected enough dots, 
the armory is no longer there. And uh, yeah, they've probably had a feeling. I think we need to move the armory. Yeah, and then, yeah it's like we've been here. We've been here long enough. We've overstayed. Seems like a good time to go. Right. Yeah. And so you have this back and forth uh, kind of thing. So figuring out, you know, stuff. And and I'm going to be very very blunt uh, because we did a six month time skip. Uh, you know, of course you're not going to find where the grimoire is when we come back on episode 100. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely feels like at this point, um, the like the process is working, but there needs to be some kind of faster react or something to enable you guys to get there first or. So for for the places that we've ransacked, have we been able to find anything that might leave a connection behind? Uh, no. Uh, basically, when you guys arrive, there's usually uh, one of the reasons why songbirds count is only like 12. Uh, most of the time when you uh, when they've arrived, there's some low level mooks, uh, some sleeper guards and, you know, some of these low level awakened sleep uh, seers who to the rest of you know, the seers of the throne um, are basically. Uh, well, actually, to the rest of the Panopticon uh, are basically cannon fodder. They're like, you know what? If you're not making, you know, progress, you're going to be, you know, cannon fodder. So um, they, they're they're kind of kept in the dark. And, you know, everybody that has survived, which there have been a decent number, because per the Lex Magica, if they do surrender, we kind of have to let them live. Um, and... Living people tend to give more information anyways, but uh, yeah, um, most of them have no idea what they were even guarding or even showing up. Yeah, we were told to guard an empty warehouse kind of situation. It uh, And, and I'm, I'm sorry, going back to the blunt thing. Yes, this is supposed to be super irritating and frustrating and that you have no leads. Um, so after 12 series of these things i'm thinking because if this was happening to weird something like 12 times we've moved the warehouse and it gets ransacked after we move mm -hmm. well it's only been uh, four or five moves but yeah okay still two or three for for weird would mm -hmm. ring alarm bells that somebody's chasing something so i've got to think that the prelude is onto us at this point and, and the other series uh, already knew just, just a reminder so. those those of you who are late to arriving, uh, this is not a prelude. It's a tetra. A tetra, sorry. <laughs> a potential yeah. archmage. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, go ahead, Ash. I was saying, well, like, the other ones knew we were doing this. So I don't think it's unreasonable that the faction that is focused on knowing would also know we were already hunting these. Yeah. They're, and they're, yeah, they're, Panopticon is space. Um, so you're not really up against, like, as I can't even remember who the fate guys are. Um, not going to rack my brain for it, but, um, you know, so you're not up against, you know, fate masters of, you know, the, the fate exarch, but there's nothing keeping a bunch of Panopticon guys from having fate magic, uh, and a Tetra. Ruin. Ruin, thank you. It's the exarch. But yeah. Abaddon and his what's the word? The, the war guys. Oh, uh, they were 
Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> Once you called them the war guides, my brain just stopped. Um, the Praetorians. Thank you. Yes. That one. Yeah. Thank you, Adamantine um, Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they knew we were hunting these, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. To be fair, Abaddon knew you were. Um, how how much of that was you know, well known? You're not personal quite sure. knowledge versus right. Yeah. yeah. Thinking. Mm-hmm. And and is it that there's no connections? Like, has somebody actively set fire to the room in a you know space magic sense? Yep. Yeah, okay. they're actually using. Uh, there's a death spell for it that basically prevents you from leaving any traces, and so they just cast that over everything, pack everything up heave ho out of here and it, you leave no fingerprints you leave no hair um and basically leaves no trace of yourself or the things that were here uh so basically a lot of times songgrid has been showing up to a pristine empty warehouse or you know a clean spick and span you know house uh it's just like well i'm gonna punch these guys <laughs> because i got nothing else uh and yes uh yeah, six months have gone, and it's very good that all of you have had other things to do. Otherwise, this would have driven you absolutely bonkers. And mm-hmm. it is probably the big, sour, dark spot for the whole cabal. Uh, just like, yep, this is the thing we want to do. Good thing these other things are going uh, going along, because this one big thing that the cabal kind of centers around, which I think at this point, like, you guys probably have a very cool, like, secure vault place for your, uh, well, for two of your things, because Judd doesn't go in the vault and the other one technically belongs to Adamantine Arrow. But yes, the, um, yeah. <laughs> in the vault is Aesop's Fable book and a jar full and of light. Jar of light. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So do we just keep on going and hope we get lucky, or... As a time for different tactics. A little more proactive with our spells. Yeah. Better for us than it has been. Yeah, and basically at at this point, uh, I'm going to assume you guys haven't done anything with any other members of the Concilium. You have not called in any favors. You have not called down any supernal beings or anything like that. It's just been... We're going to put this on the back burner because we are chasing a Tetrarch. We don't want to do, uh, as Vicar was a big, big fan of saying, I don't want to do anything directly to them because then they're going to know. Uh, so we're tr- you're, we're trying to do this around the outside kind of thing um, to avoid direct notice. But yeah, at this point, you know, you are probably realizing, well, after the fifth warehouse, they, they're probably on to us. So we might have to do something more direct. Mm-hmm. Or you and I talked a little bit about uh, doing some astral investigations around the idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, even uh, do, uh, there, there's a lot of stuff one can do in the astral, and all three of you know I love the astrals. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you didn't see RV Mage, yeah. <laughs> so when uh, I'll send out a text and 
when everyone's got a minute, we should have a team. Well, at this point, because uh, Songbird, you know, just woke up. Atratus is, you know, downstairs uh, with a, we'll say, a not super ancient Peruvian. This one actually looks like it might be okay because they're from, like, only 200 years ago uh, <laughs> compared to some of them. Um, but everybody at, you know, right now is at the room. Okay. So... Six months and we haven't made much progress. We've been following a, a breadcrumb trail that's cut off for us. Mm-hmm. So a couple options. We can start doing something more direct, but that's going to tip our hand after six attempts or five uh, um, search warehouses. They're going to know we're coming anyway. So maybe that's not a big deal. Well, if we still want to try and stay subtle, because maybe they don't know as much about us. Um, we can try doing an astral investigation because the idea of this armory that keeps moving, like that exists as an idea in multiple people's heads. So maybe we could do an astral investigation to try and learn more about it. And that might give us a connection that we can use to catch it before they move it this time. Yeah, it's an option. Network. I definitely want to keep um, the element of surprise as much as we can, though. Like, even if they know we're hunting them, I don't want them we to want know, them to when know we're that we're hunting them. We don't want them to know that we know that they know. Um, now, there's because. You don't get to be a tetrarch without having a few uh, dice in your pool. They're probably going to have that protected or warded the idea of it in the astral. So there's probably going to be some things to get around there. Network kind of looks and says, "Cool, like this. This is this is my thing. Like I'm up for that." I'm uh, thinking the best guide that I know of to explore things in the astral might be Scopetus. Uh, now, bear in mind, Scopetus not is... not in the Right. Scopetus is amazing for the Anima Mundi. Sure. Uh, the Anima Mundi is going to be the dreams and thoughts of spirits and trees. Okay. And, right. The Temenos Planets. is... Right, yeah. The okay. Temenos is going to be... He likes to go to the Temenos. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he wanted to go to the Temenos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he does... But you the, weren't supposed to let him. Huh? I thought you weren't supposed to let no, him. No, you don't let him into your Neuros. Oh. Yeah, he, he's visited the Temenos, but he can't stay there because he's going to lose... Because his anima, oh. his daily residence. residence is from the Anima Monday. So he can mm-hmm. go hang out in the Temenos for a little while, and then he's like, well, shit, gotta get back home and rest up, and then he once he gets access gotcha. again. Yeah. yeah, he does go into the Temenos, but... Mm-hmm. But he's probably he wants to go to well, He really wants to get into somebody's Oneros. Uh, and it def- based on the books that you read, he's done it before, and it's not been great. <laughs> there are not no direct details. Uh, he seems like a nice enough guy. Entity no, he thing. doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a friend, right? Some sort of fucking claimed bullshit. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, notably, especially um, from the knowledge you guys have, and Network you know, has probably talked about, because uh, Weird has met up with Scopitas and kind of maintained a, a good relationship. You know, Network is like, yeah, because if he gets into somebody's Oneros, he can probably stake claim for a while and then have a very, very easy access to the Tomatoes because you just follow the path that humans naturally have the natural mm-hmm. connection they have. So, yeah. So what do you guys think? Like ne- ne- network says like I'm I'm totally in because I'll actually get to go like do something and I won't have to like the fleshy self is is fleshy and weak but the astral self I'm a little less concerned about getting beat up. I mean there's um, other dangers especially if we go chasing a you know, Tetrarch's armory, but at least then, you know, I'm buff. Mm-hmm. I'm songbird buff there, actually. So, <laughs> and I love this. Is this sorry, podcast folks, network and songbird are kind of looking at each other, eyeing each other, head shakes, no. nods, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, no. like, uh, no, really, yeah. <laughs> um, so do we try and do it our own or do we look for some help or and I hesitate to say this because that opens up a whole other can of worms. Do we reach out to other members of the Concilium for help? Well, and throwing back to four weeks ago, the biggest thing is this: as soon as you bring in other members of the Concilium, then they can start to take it right to the claim. Right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, most of them, especially especially at this point, where most of at least the major players of the Concilium know about what you guys are doing and basically can't lay claim on any of it. The Adamantine Arrows have a little bit of a claim based on the fact that they have that one grimoire. But at this point, Songbird, how much how much order status do you have? Four. Right. <laughs> um, Songbird doesn't quite give out orders, but there's very few people who can basically call him out and say, no, you can't do that. Uh, and they come down to Red Dread and Pip. <laughs> Colossus is his mentor, but as far as the arrow are concerned, they're side by side. Uh, depending He's a Forge on- Master boss. But- right. <laughs> yeah. The For- Forge Master boss, Adamantine Arrow, co worker. <laughs> Which makes things a little bit awkward occasionally. No, probably not. Songbird and Colossus are chill. They're, they're not into that. Tuesday, no, Tuesday, Tuesday, on, the spell does. We can keep on going like we've been going and just hope they make a mistake. But I'm, I'm thinking that's not going to be a great way to go. But. I feel like if we're going to approach it that way, we should at least maybe make our spell better. The one that's been giving us hints. There's, and okay. that's that's one of the issues with fate. There's not any real big way to make it better. Uh, I mean, you can you can re you can make fate now, right? You're fate four. That's yeah. where he was, or that's where she was, until uh, yeah. fate five, where you have miracles happen and you have stuff like that. But uh, actually, because Craig, I've already warned you about this. Yeah, when Atratus mentions, you know, can't you just make fate? Now, haven't you reached that level now, weird? And I'm sorry, I'm adding some tone to a trend. It's not intentional. Uh, but yeah, uh, Craig, does weird have any response about that? Um, yeah. Um, 
Weird has been since the beginning, Weird's been pretty careful with her wisdom. And since the whole change in her life path with founding the legacy, that she's uh, taking great strides towards advancing herself spiritually. Um, and she went to the, the precipice and had to look over and uh, thought long and hard about it and decided she isn't quite ready to take that leap yet. Uh, Fate 5 is like, now there's an eclipse, like a plague of locusts. This is like New York is flooded. That's the yeah. magnitude of Fate 5. That good she's, shit. She's, she's not ready to, to hold that power yet. Scarlet Witch or style probability powers. Yeah. Yep. Or it's the grimoire we're looking for is there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we have to catch it in a cab or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's a whole lot of other stuff that goes along with that, and she wasn't sure she was ready to hold that power yet. So it was a conscious I mean, choice to step away from that precipice of Fate Five. Which, by the way, is why Craig was given a dot of wisdom. <laughs> like, no, because Weird said, "I'm not ready for that," and has been working on her wisdom. So that's where we got that. But. I get it still would have been real handy. Um, so to a certain extent, you can manage, manufacture fate, but there's always a cost to pay. Fate doesn't, like, I can't just write the narrative the way I want it to be. There's always going to be a cost somewhere down the road. Or an unseen difficulty. Yeah, or an unseen difficulty, or something's going to come back to bite us in the ass. So I can I can just adjust probabilities, but something else is going to get adjusted down the road. That's probably not something we want. You have to be careful with it. That's all. So I can, like I, I can't really boost the spell. No, the can we make it more direct? Like you could recast it and try and give yourselves a, a different. <clears throat> Different goal, tack, different tack of your goal. sails, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is definitely a possibility. Um, uh, I mean, I could recast a spell and phrase it that we want clues on where the armory will be to try and get in front of it. Mm-hmm. That's an option. But this isn't just like this isn't just the dice haven't come in our favor yet. This is somebody else out there is actively working against us, and I don't know that just recasting it, rephrasing it, is going to be enough to get around that. Network and oh, actually find me that spell. What's hmm? that? Find me that spell. Which spell? The one that's working against us. Oh yes, uh, Rose, Rose does point out. Because Rose is here, I have I have another <laughs> character to play. Uh, it's not all network, uh, but yeah, Rose says, I mean, it won't hurt to at least cast that new spell and go to the 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 tomato the the word the tomenos tomenos. Sure. Don't put it in universe. It's the one and only. Yeah, because once it gets in, it's never going away. Yep. Um, yeah, we can do that. See, I figured now that we have more information on what we're looking for, really, we can at least narrow down the scope of what our spell is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, you know, mechanically, you guys are trying to locate the armory. Um, and now that, uh, especially now we're, like I said, going through marking that X, kind of looking at this map of stuff and going, yeah, there's moving like pictures it. and notes and stuff with red string and thumbtacks and stuff. Oh, like yeah. The, yeah. Um, and yeah, Titus, Titus and you kind of putting your heads together going, what the heck? What's and what's the pattern? And then realizing it's not that you're failing as it must be that they're moving. it. That's the only that's the logical conclusion that you guys came to is not that, well, this wasn't the place and this wasn't the place. They're all they've all been empty. So maybe it's literally you guys are arriving too late. Um and also a, a quick note, because I'm sure somebody's going, didn't they post cognition? Yes, they post cognitioned at the warehouse and still came up with nothing because uh, mm-hmm. the place was scrubbed because uh, these guys are top tier seer agents. They're they're prepped for this shit. Uh, so, yeah, uh, could recast strings of fate and basically find clues to where it's going to be. So that way you can get ahead of it is a possibility. And then possibly using the astral to try and get an idea of what all is going on with this place is a, is a possibility. Uh, I don't know if there's other stuff that you guys have in mind. Um, Craig, if you'll do me a favor and go ahead and work up that strings of fate spell with your new Gnosis five and your shortened ritual durations. Uh, and then we're going to end up going to a break. Uh, uh, Actually, yeah, I was going to say, I'm sorry we didn't do a whole lot, but, well, let's be honest, it's episode 100, and we had to catch up with six months of stuff, so. Chris, you have a a long, long star? Okay. (laughs) Just thinking. Oh, okay. Um, Think about how the fuck I'm going to make the Dominion. (laughs) The book does suggest possibilities that cause that. Adventuration event scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing it in a sanctum, so reach isn't really a factor. Uh, that is correct. Because you're casting um, it on yourselves, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and advanced potency in case there is clashes of wills or something. Sure. Yeah, and that's just a reach, so sure. Why not? Yeah. Oh, we don't need extra potency. I do need some duration, though. Or do I need a, I don't need extra potency potency on this spell. Uh potency does pass resolve, but you guys are all going to allow it to happen. So and duration. It is a is a duration spell. spell. Mm-hmm. So I've already got four steps with advanced duration. Just right. A month. A month. Mm-hmm. So let's boost that. So minus two. Minus four, because we'll keep it indefinite because we don't know how long it's going to take, right? Um, yeah, you can make it indefinite if you want. Uh, technically, though, indefinite require is going to require a mana and another reach. Sure. Um, advanced scale I've already got in the reach, so it covers the cabal. Mm-hmm. How many answers can I use now? Three, four, 
Court. Yes. <laughs> I was literally just doing this last week. So somebody's working against me uh, using my rapier as an opponent, kind of. I'm working Ooh. against someone. Okay. Does that work? Yeah, okay. I say that. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so half an hour is ritual time. Which is five? Or is it still an hour? Uh, I can't remember. I thought it was half an hour. Half yeah, an hour. It goes down. Yep. Six successes. Cool. I mean, you had unlimited reach, so you could have done it instantly, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, cool. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Um, which reminds me, um, Chris, did you just take an arcane beat from the 10 successes? Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, same thing for you, Craig. Uh, okay. And we are doing group beats. So mm-hmm. everybody go ahead and jot those down. Arcane beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so when so, anyone gets one, we all get one? Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see how that goes, and if you guys all of a sudden like start getting Buku's amounts of XP, then XP. maybe you know pull them all and then spread them out. But for right Buku's, now, Buku's was that an attempt at French? <laughs> no, it wasn't an okay. attempt. That's, that's it was an attempt at at American slang. Yeah, it's something we're trying out right now. Something brand new. Yep. Uh, I mean, because if we're going to get nine beats off of aspirations, mm-hmm. that's true. That might be a little much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll have to probably talk about it. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll see. Uh, but for right now, yeah, you guys, because otherwise, we're for this first half of the session, we're gonna get no we beats. Get nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Everybody gets two beats this session uh, or this episode. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Do do. And so yes, that spell concludes or not, doesn't conclude casts, um, and it is indefinite. Uh, do you dispel? I imagine you dispel, release, what's the word? Yeah, release the other spell. You don't relinquish it. Just... Um, I don't know. Is it still viable hitting these armories after they move it? The, you guys have been coming up with nothing, which is the big frustrating thing. Basically, Songbird is showing well, up, finding some not, seers. Not nothing. Songbird gets to punch seers. But they're like just low level yeah, moves. Like, yeah, for Songbird and his at this point like well oiled machine of adamantine arrow like ass kickers, they throw up at a co location, jump out, beat up a couple guys, and I'm like, well, that was sure. That was kind of underwhelming. Like, so again next Tuesday. All yeah. right, <laughs> bye. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right, so I'll drop the old one and sure. Um, cool. And that is where we will pause today. Uh, not a whole lot of activity um, other than just the start of some new stuff. And also, obviously, Songbird meeting. Uh, oh, yeah, Songbird definitely just checked for meeting uh, freaking... Uh, Angels. Uh, oh, my gosh, what are they called? So, Aeons. Aeons. You Aeons. said it, Aeons, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, because... Uh, cool. Um 
Yeah. So uh, as always, thank you for joining us, guys, for Occultist Anonymous presents The Rookery. At, no, that sounds a bit pretentious. The, welcome back to The Rookery. It's, I'm glad you guys have, have joined us. Uh, we will see some cool new branding as of Tuesday when the new video goes up. Um, we're going to change and update stuff and throw Brenna's art everywhere, uh, which is going to be very cool. Uh, if you want to join us and chat with us and hang out, please do come by um, Discord. That's yeetinto.space. I made that mention uh, when we did the technocracy thing and people were like, what? And like, yeah, literally you put it in your web browser, yeet into one word dot space. Whoosh. You are here at our discord. Uh, you can ask that one guy who managed to find us accidentally. It really is that easy. Um, and so, yeah, that will join you into the discord and you can come hang out, chat with us, yell at us about, Oh, you should have done this or that or that the other. Actually, nobody's ever done that, which is thank you community for not backseat playing um uh but uh yes uh great place come hang out ask questions about the rules come share come share what your cabal is doing what your werewolf pack is doing what your vampire coterie is doing because we have all three of those at currently being posted in our what happened in your game channel and uh yeah do that and then of course come by uh, our patreon patreon.com slash coldest anonymous or staylucky.club and you can see networks character sheet is up there uh, i'm about to post probably this weekend all three of their updated per episode 100 character sheets judd will eventually show up there as soon as there's an actual deviant character sheet that i can work with um and then uh we also have a Tratus's write-up for the murder of colton i can't remember his last name um and- i couldn't either that's why it's not in the write-up yep thank you um because sadly when you go back to do the level one starter newbie quest you just kind of raffle stomp it whoops uh <laughs> who cares um gabe got vengeance um and literally it was gabe so um cool twitch guys will be back in five minutes youtube guys we will see you on friday craig say it stay lucky it's back all right bye guys <laughs> bye